Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your businesses. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. This is your host, Doug Heikinen. You know, there was a lot of rep movement in 2020, and we're seeing the same kind of movement happen this year. To get a pulse on this and more, we're being joined by Jamie Golden, who is the president of acquisitions at Kingswood US. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. How are things in New York before we get to all that? Is there a, any semblance of things heading back to, towards normal? I wouldn't say normal, but uh, we are heading in that direction. Um, every day, I might go out for a cup of coffee, and I'm seeing about Fifteen percent of the people back on the street. There's some street vendors, some uh, people selling pretzels. So I'm seeing some light at the end of the tunnel, but there, there's a long way back. Fifteen percent. That doesn't seem like a lot of people. It still seems kind of like a ghost town. Well, it's fifteen more percent than zero, which is where <laughs> which is where we're coming from. Um, so uh, it's progress. It's progress. Great. You're talking to a lot of reps and advisors all the time. What did you see on the recruiting landscape in 2020? And is that trend continuing this year? So in 2020, it was obviously a very interesting year. And everyone was obviously just trying to figure out their next steps. Initially, advisors were hesitant to move with the pandemic. Um, They were nervous to upset their clients or worry them in any way. So they kind of wanted to initially stay where they were. When they realized that one, the markets were not crashing and two, um, they were able to manage their business as easily from a technical technology standpoint that than they were prior to the pandemic, things started to really open up and people sort of got out there and went, went to go after it. So after, you know, everybody realized that this was kind of the new normal for the near future, uh, I think everybody dug in and decided it was uh, to peek their head out of the water and, and start to make moves uh, to better their business and to better their relationships with their clients. So things picked up again. And is that trend continuing this year? I mean, we're, gosh, we're already into March. Yeah, it's almost I, the, the years are sort of uh, melding into one or, or rolling into one. So Yes, there's been a lot of activity. Um, People are, I'm finding a big trend towards independent advisors. I I feel like um, in this environment, there's been a lot of consolidation. And the guy who, you know, built a business 20 years ago at an independent could wake up one day and find himself working at, uh, you know, advisors group or, or, um, LPL. And you know what, that's not what they signed up for. You know, the, these guys built businesses as an independent, as entrepreneurs, and um, with all the consolidation within the industry, like I said, they wake up and all of a sudden they're, they're working for LPL and, and, and they become part of this humongous bureaucracy. And I think they get a little jarred by that. And that's where we've seen a, a major flock to people saying, hey, wait, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what my client signed up for. Um, I, I need to get back to my roots, which roots, which is independent uh, advisors. So that's one of the reasons that advisors are are making a move. Are there any other initial things that it makes advisors get a little itchy and makes them want to consider making a move? 
you know, it all sort of plays into one factor. So, you know, once they become part of these um, conglomerates, um, there's a number of factors that make them want to want number of factors that make them want to move, um, you know, as, as I just stated, but additional, that's, that's the main thing I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than that, you might have people looking for new and better technology. Obviously that's another important point. Um, as these advisors are working from home, you know, and it needs to be smooth and they need to be able to aggregate all their assets and, you know, show a clear picture to their clients. That's been more on the forefront uh, than pre-pandemic. Uh, I think technology also is definitely a, a big technology and ease is definitely a big factor as well. So once they do decide that they're going to dip their toe in the water and get serious, talk about their thought process. What are the, some of the stages they go through to get to the end? I, I think it's similar to maybe walking down the aisle and, get, and getting married. I think there's definitely some excitement in the beginning, followed by some insane fear, followed by some, <laughs> am I doing the right thing? Um, and and it's, it's our job uh, to sort of walk them through that process and, you know, do, do some handholding at that point. Um, myself, uh, as an advisor, I came up as an advisor. I've been through changes. So I get it. it, it it's a nerve wracking time. I mean, you're, you're uprooting your business. You, you got to, you know, sign a lot of paperwork for your clients. And it, it's, you know, you don't know how much retention you're going to have and, and what clients might just say, hey, you know what, I'm, I, it's not worth it for me. So from start to finish, again, it's really just being organized on our end and handholding them through each specific process of get, getting out of their old BD and, and into the new one, what the technology looks like, what support they're going to have from us in order to transfer the whole business over and ultimately, you know, getting them up and running and then supporting uh, what they're trying to do, which by the way, is what Kingswood is very good at. Um, we're very good at diversity in the sense that we don't just try and fit a square peg into a round circle. We we understand, as I said, we all come, we all were advisors. We understand, you know, each advisor is different, and we try to be as fluid and uh, as we can to support each advisor's needs because they're different. I mean, it's just a fact, you know. Yeah, and once they do marry you, the paperwork is so extensive. Divorcing is hard divorcing is hard, right? There's no doubt about that. I think you said it, you said it right. I, I can't, I can't disagree there. What, what are some For of the sure. best questions that they ask and what's the ones that are, you end up answering the most during this thing, during the process? You know, um, the best questions that they ask, you know, really, again, I, I run into a few major topics, which is compliance, compliance. And I say, I think compliance being number one. And not that these guys are uncompliant, but the compliance has become such a major factor in this business as it's gotten more and more and more and more regulated that at times it can sort of choke the life out of choke the life out of an advisor's business because they're spending so much time answering compliant questions that is as simple as can I send my client a birthday card? You know, it's not very advanced compliant questions, but uh, they're spending so much time on that, that they really lose focus on their core, which is managing their assets and growing their assets. So what we try to do, again, is give them a place where they can 
they don't need to get caught up on that and, and tripped up on that. And we, and we try to streamline that and really give them the support so that that's what they can do. Help manage their uh, clients' assets as best as they can and help grow their businesses. That's our business. So our, our business is really supporting those advisors. And we get a lot of compliance questions, a lot of technology questions, and obviously a lot of payout and is there any upfront money questions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the money. We, we would all like to think that advisors are altruistic, that it's not about the money. It's about finding the right fit. Is that true or is it about the whole package? I, I mean, I don't want any advisors to get mad at me if they hear this, but it's a really funny thing because they come in going, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's really about the fit, uh, which it is about the fit and they're a hundred percent correct. But then, uh, you know, once you get through all the hurdles of yes, we're the right fit or you are the right fit for us and we can do this and that and, and whatnot for you. Uh, it does certainly, the money does come around in a, in a big way. Um, and I get it. I mean, look, we're, we're in the, we're in the money business, so it, it makes sense. So I think it's a, it's a balancing act. Um, but, but I do think, you know, I really think that what separates us from an LPL or, or an advisors group who, you know, might throw a ton of money at these guys up front. And then, you know, they, they got to pour through a 400 page contract and they're locked up for seven years. And there's all types of bells and whistles they need to do in order to keep that money. I think they should be aware that at a certain point, it shouldn't be all about the money, because I think that freedom and flexibility and ability to be an individual is worth a lot more than the extra, you know, 10% you might be able to get from a, uh, a wirehouse or, or a larger type of company. So it's something for them to really think about. And, and it's hard because as people dangle large sums of money in front of your face, it, it's hard to say no. But, you know, as entrepreneurs, I would urge everybody to really sit back and, and look at the whole picture as to what's the best next step for them. You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, I imagine one of the type of advisors you see is ones that find themselves at a plateau. They just can't grow anymore because the advisor's doing too much. They're small. Is, are there ways that Kingswood helps these advisors who are at that plateau reach new heights? That's a great question. So yes, that's another thing we are very tuned into. And you're correct. Uh, that is a big issue. Another issue why advisors, you know, that their assets under management, uh, get stale, they're just managing the same clients and they're not growing. So we have uh, an internal recruiting team. I think we're up to about six guys uh, from California to New York, where we're able to, we have software we, uh, in, we use here at, at Kingswood, where we're able to really zero in um, on an advisor's particular area. So let's just say we hire a group out of Louisville, Kentucky. We can then, from there, if they have a setup and an infrastructure uh, where, where there's a 24 there or there's an office there, what we can then do is we can uh, put our recruiting team within a, say, 25, 50-mile radius of um, our OSJ's address, and we can start recruiting advisors to that location so we can build a bigger nucleus and expand our Kingswood footprint while expanding the advisor's business. Um, and in addition, I'm finding that, you know, there's a number of advisors that are, I think, you know, in the range of 57 to 70 that are just looking for succession. So, you know, being our, having our structure, 
um, we're able to finance these succession deals for the right advisor. So we can come in and, and play matchmaker and, you know, be the financial arm of these succession plans and then hook the two advisors up, let's just say in Louisville, Kentucky, where, okay, this fellow here, he's got $50 million. He's, he's been in the business for 30 years. He's looking to retire in the next three to five. Um, and, and he's looking for a buyout, um, a buyout and, and a smooth transfer after, after that. And, and we can put those people together and, and we've had a lot of success doing that. And uh, it's been great for us in terms of our own growth. And I think it's helped our advisors immensely as well. Now, not to give away your secret sauce, but is the way you recruit advisors changed over the last couple of years? It really hasn't. And, and, and I'll give you our secret sauce um, because, you know, you, you either have it or, or you don't. And, and that's really just being able to connect with people on a human level. And, and I, I don't mean to sound sort of silly there, but it's the truth. It's, it's, it's what you do as a, an advisor when you connect with your clients. I mean, look, every client, uh, every advisor can offer a client to Microsoft or, or, or Netflix or a certain strategy or, you know, build them a retirement portfolio. But it's really about relationships. And my, myself and my group have always known that and it's come natural to us, whether we were doing it from the client end when we were advisors or now that we're doing it on the advisor and well, as the advisors have become our clients. So that, that, that's it. I mean, if you, if you have the ability to, you know, isolate someone's, you know, objection, what they're really looking to accomplish and, and, you know, really answer it honestly and say, Hey, look, we're, we're, we're really, think we can be a good partner for you. And, and the key word is partner, uh, because that's what we really look for, especially in our trajectory of growth right now. It's, it's really about having the right strategic partners throughout the country and helping them grow, because helping them grow is what our business model is. And uh, I think, you know, just our natural ability to connect with people and, and being in this industry for 20 years gives us that leg up. And uh, if you have that ability and, and, and you work that ability, then God bless you. I, I think you could do the same as us, but not everybody has it, but uh, that that's my secret sauce. I'll, I'll let you know up front. <laughs> um, it's March Madness and we're seeing a lot of men's and women basketball teams competing on the court. So you're competing with other um, recruiters. What's the biggest benefit of, for advisors working with Kingswood? What are you offering that others aren't? Again, I think, uh, you know, not to, uh, beat a dead horse, but it's, it's partnerships. It's not an employee, employer, employer, employee relationships. Uh, we're, we're really looking to build with people and, and they'll find that in the culture once they join our team and, and see how we operate. Again, I, I think it's very helpful that a number of our management team have been in their position. So, you know, our motto has always been, we, we are advisors who are building a firm for advisors. And that's true. And, and that's where you know, a lot of people do not come from the same background that are in, are in our position at this point. So I think um, that's been key. So it sounds like you joined this firm for a reason. How optimistic are you for the future of Kingswood? So the sky is, is very bright for us. I think we're just positioned in a very unique fashion where we're small enough where that we know the names of all our advisors because they are all our partners. Um, but what's unique to us is we're very well financed. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we have backing of a public company 
the Kingswood uh, UK group. And it gives us the ability to compete with the big boys without being a huge bureaucrat, <laughs> for lack of a better word, without being the, you know, the Department of Motor Vehicles. We have the same tools as them. Uh, we, we're very competitive with payouts. We're very competitive with upfront money. We're very competitive with structuring great deals, but we can do it in an environment where you're not just another number, you're not just another spoke in the wheel. So I, I think that gives us a very competitive advantage. And some of our management uh, here, you know, including myself, we, we've been together in one form or another for over 20 years. So we have that history. We believe in each other. And we know that that'll come across for the advisors. And we just honestly believe it's why would you work anywhere else? There's really no reason to. That's with, without sounding overconfident. That's honestly just how we feel. It's the team. That's it. You know, and I, certainly if you've played sports in your life uh, and, and, I, and all the guys I've, I've trained in my life or, or all the advisors that have, have worked uh, with me, I, I always bring up the team sports analogy, uh, whether you've been an athlete or not, you know, you, you come in, you, you got to, you know, prove yourself. You got to show that you can carry your weight and then you will have, you know, that team behind you uh, for every facet of the future uh, moving ahead. Jamie, that was super interesting. We really appreciate you joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for uh, having me. We certainly wish you and Kingswood the best of luck. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.